Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. It feels good to be back, guys. Welcome to Cruise Control. My name is Buki, your host as usual. Today, we're just cruising and vibing on a chilled zone. We're looking at what's happening, what's happening. I can see some people protesting against AI. Ooh, some people are not having it. I mean, the labor market has changed drastically in the last six months. ChatGPT, OpenAI has come to revolutionize the way we work. And right now, some people decided that, you know, it's time to protest. It's time to go on a strike because of AI. And another thing happening is ChatGPT might know more than one person does. And actually, they, they just feel like they are better at learning because of the algorithm. I will tell you more about this story. But first, we also have to learn why AI ethics can't be ignored on the show today. So there's a bit of learning around the corner. And I'll give you all the story. But we have to learn something today on the show. And of course, Google is going to be giving people blue check mark. And guess what? You're not paying for this one. This is not the one you pay your $8 for, this particular one. I'm just giving you all the updates to let you know that you have to stick around for today's show, guys. Stick around, stick around, because I've got a lot of stories and they're pretty interesting. And of course, we're looking if Metaverse is still in existence or we can start putting up a sign for RIP Metaverse. Yeah. I don't know. People in the world of Metaverse, what's going on? Are you still there? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Something interesting happening as the sale of ultra-realistic mask of some of your prominent big tech guys. Like, you know, the likes of the money, money, money men. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you thinking? Not to worry. Let me tell you. Elon Musk, right? Yeah. And Jeff Bezos, I can see that they are... Um, ultra realistic mask and it's costing well over twenty thousand dollars a piece and this might take like a couple of days going to a month to make this particular face mask but it's in the market already and selling out fast this is cruise control these are my stories that i'll be checking out with you for the day all the way till the midday show Yes, so I'm going to start today's show with condolences to everyone who believed in the metaverse. Everyone who supported the idea of the metaverse. Everyone who said, yes, there is a future for the metaverse. Yesterday, I talked about the uh, Museum of Failure. And apparently, it seemed like the metaverse is on its way to being situated at the Museum of Failure. Yeah, because this article right now is reading RIP to the metaverse. Yes, a lot of things have gone down and I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is supporting the metaverse as he used to because he sold the idea like this is a very, very sumptuous, wonderful, good, futuristic life for everyone. And of course, we all thought, especially those in the crypto world, thought like, you know what, this uh, blockchain, NFT, and uh, the metaverse is here to stay. They had a future for trading, for buyers, investors, all of this stuff. There's going to be an absolute wonderful place to be, the metaverse. 
But right now, the metaverse, which is one's buzzing technology that promised to allow users hang out awkwardly in a disorientated video game-like world, has died after being abandoned by the business world. Yeah. Because a lot happened, I won't lie, the tech world is moving so fast. Everyone you see in the tech space, they are business-oriented. People are not willing to lose their money. Speaking of losing money, over $36 billion was lost to the creation of the metaverse. And of course, from the moment of its delivery, Mark Zuckerberg claimed that the metaverse would be the future of the internet and sold the idea to almost everyone. Also, we had people like the gamers. Yes, they believed so much in the metaverse. Because if you meet like a really, really good gamer, someone who is invested in the gaming world, they will tell you like, yes, they see a future there. I've read an article of a country to value yes they moved into the metaverse because their country was disappearing you know how climate change and everything is happening in our own universal yeah it's happening and they decided that since their country is disappearing from the face of the earth it's better to retain their culture to retain their history and of course to to just put their world out there so they don't disappear into the teen world they decided to move into the metaverse so right now they are there i don't know since we're burying the metaverse today what would happen to this country i think what will happen because the metaverse did not just actually promise them like they can live there and have their tribes ethnicity culture you know even history and some of their indigenous uh, things that they do. But right now, it doesn't seem to happen. The central land, the most well-funded decentralized crypto-based metaverse product, also suffered a loss of $1.3 billion in the ecosystem. The central land, the central land is what they titled that as. They had over 8,000 daily active users but still only a fraction of the number of people playing large online games like the Fortnite, Meta Much, yeah, Meta Much Herald and Effort similarly struggled. In October, that's October of 2020, they saw a monthly active users of over 200,000 active users. But now it's gone down so bad. There's been a short of the target that Meta had. We've even had Mark Zuckerberg changed facebook remember facebook had to change its name to meta and of course some avatars introduction to once upon a time facebook which is now meta they now had avatars in it all of these things everyone here is blaming mark zuckerberg some even said i did not believe that mark zuckerberg ever had a real interest in the metaverse because he never seemed to define it beyond a slightly tweaked facebook with avatars and cubersome hardware it was the means to an increased share price rather than any real vision for the future of human interaction and zuckerberg used his outsized wealth and power to get the all of the tech industry and a good portion of the american business world into lying behind his half-baked idea some people are vexed you know that was a comment from someone in regards to this whole situation because right now Another person said the fact that Mark Zuckerberg has clearly stepped away from the metaverse is a damning indictment of everyone who followed him and anyone who still consider him a visionary tech leader. It should also be the cause of 
for some serious reflection among the virtual capital uh, community, which recklessly followed Zuckerberg into blowing billions of dollars on a hype cycle founded on the flimsiest possible press release. See, when your money is involved, I believe that this person that dropped the comment actually had invested in this vision of the metaverse. So, I don't know. It's sad to see that the metaverse is going to be joining all those uh, failed ideas at the Museum of Failure. But no, they said, no, 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 no. They're not going to Museum of Failure. They're taking it far, far, far beyond that. Someone said is going to the graveyard, straight to the graveyard of failures. <laughs> Yikes. I can't imagine. Imagine just having this. Oh, I remember three years ago, everybody was buzzing about the metaverse. Everyone. And of course, people started utilizing augmented reality more, which is how most video games operate. But then they started seeing possibility of how they can use it to move their lifestyle forward in the metaverse. But right now, no, 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 no. It seems like we're bidding farewell to the metaverse. R.I.P. Metaverse on cruise control. Yes, moving on to the next story. Do you know that for you to look like Elon Musk today, like a close, really close look, Maybe your eyeballs will just be the different thing. But for you to be able to look like Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, these things don't come, they don't, they don't, they don't come cheap at all. Like, no, cheap, rah-rah, because of, check out the ultra-realistic mask of Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, even Mark Zuckerberg mask is also there. And they cost nothing less than $20,000 a piece. And it takes like a month to make them. Since the world of the NFTs and uh, they've had conferences over the month uh, treating the show revision on this group of entertainers who have created a lookalike for even Andy Warhol. They even made for North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. But what caught my attention there was our big tech guys who are there. So in case you've been like inspiring to look like Elon Musk for a day or to even live in the world of at least having a mask of Elon Musk costs nothing less than $20,000. So that's a lot of money for me. People are complaining it's expensive, but then when you look at this mask, it is really hyper-realistic, ultra-realistic. I mean, the illusions are very highly detailed. What's the price for me? Because look at look look at Mark Zuckerberg. Like <laughs> I'm laughing is because your muscles. This is funny, you know. His jawline, his chin. Actually, the squeeze when he's making those funny, funny, funny faces. The digital artist, uh, like Mike Wilkerman, also known as Bipple, was behind this spectacle in which actors dumped ultra-realistic mask of the controversial figures during NFT New York City 2023, which is an event organized by Proof, an online network of digital art creators. So NFT has gone beyond you just putting it on blockchain. If you can create hyper or ultra-realistic mask. I know there are people in Nigeria who create some of these things. So right now, you should be looking at how to tap into the market. If you if you know you can create ultra sure real realistic mask 
of any tech guys. I feel like we should put some Africans up there. Yes, she start looking at our, our, our maybe our unicorns, the founders. Let's see, let's see if we can get their mask and how much people are willing to pay for this. The artist actually had the audacity to charge twenty thousand dollars for the first mask he made of tech figure and somewhere in the range of seven thousand to fifteen thousand for copies of mask for which he had already created the mode so it's just he has made the mode already but the fact that this actually is closely closely to what the real life people look like i think it's worth it's worth the price you cannot put the price on um creativity that's just it it's only the maker or the creator that can actually tell you what they're worth even some people don't know they're worth so much it's just the market value or the market rate that makes them start knowing that oh i'm worth this much i should actually add more i should add more i should add more and all of that stuff so i'm looking at the ai world like i promise we're going to check out what ai has been up to lately but in the u.s apparently there's been protests against the ai in the world of writers writers guild yes they are protesting they are calling for a strike meanwhile in, also in the u.s there is a copyright law prohibiting writers from solely depending on ai Yes, uh, they're checking for their authorship before it's going to be given to you. They have to check that your work is not copied straight from AI. So generative AI and copyright law, they're looking at the future of these IPs. Yes, the guidance emphasized the importance of human authorship and outlines how the office evaluates work containing AI-generated content to determine whether the AI contributions are the result of mechanical reproduction or an author's own original mental conception. Because AI is making people lazy these days. I mean, just talk to AI and it's going to change everything for you by giving you the answers directly. You don't need to do too much. If you don't understand any part, highlight it and throw the question back to the AI. It's going to generate another response for you. But right now... They are not having it in the U.S., so they decided to have like a generative AI and copyright law in place. The Copyright Office will not register works whose traditional element of authorship are produced solely by a machine, such as when AI technology receives a prompt from a human and generates complex written visual or musical work in response. So not just writers for novels, for books authors and the likes of it writers for music also you are affected so don't think that you can do anything and bypass the law they want originality sometimes yes however a work containing ai generated material may still be eligible for copyright protection if it also contains sufficient human authorship for example include a human selecting or arranging AI-generated content in a creative way or artists modifying AI-generated material to the extent that the modification meets the standard for copyright protection. That's the only time you can be able to get that copyright trademark. That's when you'll be able to get that when you actually altered it and infused the human side. Not that the AI vomited it and gave you, then you just took A, B, C, D and put it C, B, A. No, they need you to still be creative. I mean, you're human. Don't let AI just be the one doing everything. 
so infuse your human angle to it also and if you go over to our page today you definitely find a post where we have our webinar announcement for may 11th at 2 p.m west african time the title for the webinar is shaping a future of right amidst digital technology shaping a future of right amidst digital technologies yes the webinar will be happening on may the 11th at 2 p.m west african time you do not want to miss it we're talking everything ai everything privacy digital privacy digital rights we're just talking everything digital technologies how is shaping our world today and of course shaping our future and that will be happening courtesy of lsprng and tech on code and of course lagos sdg right there there's also mankind and artificial intelligence also who are part of this cjid also are in support of this webinar tomorrow so it's packed guys come through come through come uh listen come actually drop your voice on what you think about the future of rights i miss digital technology yeah Another startup going to the graveyard or possibly to the Museum of Failure is Laser Pay, guys, in Nigeria, all the way in Nigeria. Laser Pay might be making their way to the Museum of Failure after barely two years. Laser Pay was launched and the founder, Njoku Emmanuel, yes, Njoku Emmanuel, who is the company's founder, also had a lot to say about this because uh, considering the world of metaverse, web3 crypto all of the stuff he created laser pay to be able to sort out payment option and fast track things for people who are involved in the blockchain or blockchain yeah and last year we saw him that he sponsored a Web3 designer program, Blockerton, a hackathon for Web3 designers. So the crypto payment platform supported this, but out just two months after supporting the Blockerton, they shut down the business operation. So it was the fact that a lot was happening. They couldn't raise funds, so they had to shut down. They had to like bring it down. And of course, looking at the policies and everything they had to deal with also. So laser pay is still very much going to the museum of failure but he's still young i mean during an interview he said he got a job willing to pay him three hundred thousand dollars a year and he said no because he believed in the future that this was going to work this uh, is going to make the blockchain a very very wonderful place where people can just do their proper transaction and of course, because of the exchange and current monetary rate also, he had a future for this, but apparently it didn't work as he would have loved to. But they tried. They gave it a good run and they are making their way to the Museum of Failure. Apparently, he's just 19-year-old. For a 19-year-old to have built something that worked, and I mean, the whole nation was talking about Lizape. He tried. For me, he tried. Like I said, there's no failure out there. So today I've just been giving sad news, sad news, sad news, like bad vibes. No, 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 no. I'm not ending my show like that. I'm going to give one good news and it's good vibes also. Yes. So, you know, there are different apps you can go for vibes and inshallah. Yeah. Vibes and music. Yes. 
Today, SoundCloud is launching a new tool that lets artists engage with their fans better. Me, when I saw this story, I was super excited because I'm like, in the way I love it, Sharon, um, I'm definitely going to toast him. I don't know, uh, yeah, he has red hair. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, he's still the love of my life. That is voice last somebody. I'm taken away. Yes. Which African artist would I just jump into their DM? Mm, mm, mm. Everybody wants the video. I don't want the video. You see Bonaboy. Yes. It's got my kind of vibe. Yes. It's got my kind of vibe. And you guys can go for Whiskey. I know. Just leave his music for me. You can have him. I, I remember my friend one time was just tripping over techno. I don't even know where techno is right now. But you know what? This might bring him back. Yes. So the new product conveniently called Fans lets artists direct messages to their followers and sort their listeners through different engagement measure. So SoundCloud is actually releasing this new tool or product called Fans. Yes. So if you go and update your SoundCloud right now, you definitely get this feature. And it's available for only 10,000 artists for now. And still open for more than 50 artists who subscribe to the platform next product. The company said that some artists who have been testing this product use it to send links to unreleased tracks to fans and set up meet and greet. The first Nigerian artist that I would say really got that one-on-one like fan-artist connection for me was Adekunle Gold. Yes, it would send out emails. Yes. Remember on the show one time I talked about email listing. Yes, that's a very, very good way for artists to connect with their fans. They'll put your name on it. So it felt very personal that at least I'm not just one in a a million or battalions listening to you. You recognize my name, even though I know it's auto-generated. It still felt very close and personal. So right now, this product is going to bring artists and fans really, really close. In 2021, SoundCloud introduced the fan-powered royalty model, which distributed subscription and ad money based on who users listen to rather than using just the number of overall streams across the service as a factor. The company is now using the data from the product to power some of the metrics for the fan tools. Artists can sort their fans with parameters like comments, listening behavior, sharing habits, and of course, the country. Additionally, they can sort their listeners to understand who could be their potential collaborators. For those small, small artists that is looking to do something with maybe artists that are in other African countries. I think you can link and connect. They directly engage with you. This is really good. This is I like when apps or software I use are updating new, new features that are quite relevant, like really, really relevant. Not just that you have to have like tech knowledge. These are simple things that we really like in our lifestyle. Yeah, basically lifestyle. Yes. Don't forget to join the webinar happening on May 11th at 2 p.m. West African time. The topic for conversation would be shaping a future of rights amidst digital technology. Yes. So let's talk about that. What's the rights? The privacy? How is AI like coming into your world? A lot of people are just skeptical about technology, but hiding it. 
So just come and share with us what you think. Are you cynical? Are you optimistic? Are you nervous? Anything. Just come talk to us on the webinar. We'll be live there. Me, I'll be there. I'll be there. ATR is there. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.